was trying to come up with some kind of woodchuck chucking wood riff for some reason. That's uh, where my brain was going. Okay, and yeah, that's like, oh, This is really bending over backwards for this, like, worthless riff. So, uh, yeah, I've been chucking a little bit of wood. Not too much wood. How much do you think you could chuck? About a tree. A tree. A tree worth so I guess, I don't know, I guess the self-doubt is a part of every woodchuck's life, but sometimes I'm not even sure I could chuck wood. the doom to fail podcast my name is tim dobbs with me as ever through the internet i got a little uh i think i would like hit a discordant key there kind of like a, a minor uh theme uh, this is your uh yeah. it's a it's yeah. a quirk of skype i mean <laughs> no no it's Catherine's theme it's it's your motif oh i know where my theme comes from well, there you go. Oh, Tim, it is so good to be here. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't this just yeah. fabulous? I'm really loving it. Quick, give being here a rating out of 10, but it's 11. a logarithmic scale. 11. Whoa, so it's Whoa. 10 times the max of the scale? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm not sure you've thought this through. i got to be honest with you. Uh, well, I mean, you said quickly, so I didn't really have a chance to think it through. That's the point of saying quickly, do Keep something. It Keep it moving. Keep it moving. So basically, you just right. said quickly do math. That's how you greet yeah. me on the podcast. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what uh, I said. This is the problem with you as a person. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Gonna put it in my big book of problems with Tim as a person. <laughs> sort of a showpiece. I keep it on my mantle. People come well, over to parties I and mean, they, they pull just... it off the shelf and they go like, "Let's." It's like a party game almost. Actually, yeah. You sort of you pull the book out and you you go like. Oh, let's see. Let's let's all guess at some of the problems. I'm thinking of a problem with him of a person that involves his relationship with food. And then everyone <laughs> guesses. It's fun. It's fun. Everyone has a lot of fun. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that was the intro in which I steamroll Catherine and don't let her talk. And moving on, this is the part of the episode where we talk about our future which is our topic, specifically, our future with retirement plans. Do you think you're going to go so, bald? Me? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's going to be that kind of like, you know, older man person. Older man person. Older bald. man person, sure. I'm sticking with it. Um, that kind of baldness where, like, you know, your hair has been gray for a long time. You're already, you know, 70-something, and then you're going bald. Uh, it's not going to recede. I, You know, looking at people in my family, they don't have a lot of receding hairline. Um, <gasps> it more comes from the back. The bald yeah. spot comes from the back. Well, so you there. just have... I'm sorry, Tim. I'm really sorry. I'm about to do this to you. So never mind. I'm taking back my apology and saying, so you just have a really far back hairline naturally? Huh? 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 <laughs> I, well, it's also part of the way I style my hair um, and also my giant throbbing brain. Well, Oh, yeah. Yeah, your brainiac yeah. style brain. And that's why <laughs> your forehead is also so veiny and lumpy. <laughs> and the pulsing. <laughs> Don't forget the pulsing. <laughs> and also uh, that low drone that comes from it at all times. Well, I mean, that's more for the mind control aspect, but hey. 
It's all part of me. The mind control is a very important part of and me. And that's why I always insist that you have to accept people as a package. I accept mm-hmm. you, Tim, for your pulsing brain, for your mind yeah. control, for your yep. receding hairline that's not actually receding yep. and just naturally very far back. <laughs> it's not that bad. Jeez. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I think it's just kind of, it's especially accentuated by the angle I have at you at this exact moment because I'm looking up at your no- nose hairs. Mm-hmm. Listeners should know that we record the podcast on a large set of stairs, and I tend to take a flight above Catherine's. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I mean, yeah, I got a list of victories the here and there. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever uh, lose all your hair? I think it's going to thin out, like, a lot, which is why I'm yeah. thinking, maybe just go wig. I don't see why not. Yeah, Absolutely. and then be blonde. Be the blonde I've always, I always knew I could be. Well, you have a, a lighter color brown as it is. I think of I dye it. I hope that's a compliment. No, it's it's naturally pretty mousy. Mousy. Yeah, is that and a... also it's summer, huh. so it's gonna like lighten itself a little bit. Yeah, you're developing your summer coat. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm shedding my winter coat. <laughs> my summer coat is growing in. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful thing, the circle of nature. I have a question about mousy. Is it always always an insult? Um, or like, it's like a very mild insult, right? But... I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like it's an insult in the way that calling someone a nerd is an insult. It's like, nerd. yeah, if it's 1995, it's an insult, but come on. <laughs> what year is this? I am a grown woman. I will be mousy. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, I'm just going to own now. who I am. And thanks to Tina Fey, I can be a little mousy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. So, uh, I guess... I don't know, that may have been a growing trend for a while. So I, I just remember uh, when I was in high school, freshman year of high school, Certainly. I was uh, courting my first uh, female friend, and um, she was maybe a little mousy. Uh, yeah, you're um, not going to score like a blonde. We know high school, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably true. Um, I found I found an old document. I was home recently, and I found an old document that... Uh, um, was uh it was like a school project to make like a journal if that makes any sense like it wasn't a journal journal but it was you know i i was told to write personal things so it wasn't super personal because it was still being submitted to a teacher but i was reading it going like oh this is a garbage person like for all for all of the negativity i have towards myself it's like man have i climbed some rungs on this ladder (laughs) so uh yeah i don't know why anyone even talked to me i guess Um... just mousy girls yeah. Um, yeah. But so I remember, for some reason, her her group of friends had decided to uh, s- literally just call her mouse. Give like you a like makeover. A, oh, okay. Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> Not giving that glasses, movie. Okay. Pull down the ponytail, <laughs> shake it out, and then she dated. She left me for the jock, the captain of the football team. Um, no. Uh, he. So. They called her Mouse as like a, you know, like a, I don't know, like a term of endearment almost, but like it kind of bugged her too, yeah. you know, like one of those nicknames. Sure, um, sure. I mean, and, you know, when I, I went to high had... school, it, it was not uncommon for women to call each other, hey, whore, hey, slut. That was a thing that happened. Oh, teenage girls, awful. Just like teenage boys. We should ship yes. them all to some sort of island somewhere. Lord so... of the Flies. Sure. Yeah, that worked out really well. Um, so, so yeah, I was trying to, like, defend her, I guess, because I was just like, I don't know how I fit in this equation. There's, the social dynamics don't make any sense to me. Young women, they interact in ways I don't understand. Yeah. So. Does not compute, robot Tim explode. 
Yeah. But uh, I, in my defense, it would be a particularly savvy 14-year-old boy who understood uh, how 14-year-old girls interact. I Just think it saying. would be a particularly savvy person, period. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe dogs. Dogs have the emotional intelligence, but beyond that. So, uh, so yeah, I was saying, like, well, you, I don't even know what I said, but it was something, you know, defending her. Don't call her a mouse or a mouse or whatever. And then I kind of, like, got the vibe eventually. It was like, oh, I really shouldn't be involved here because she doesn't really seem to mind. And I'm just showing up and making a jackass of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but that stuck with me because it's like, oh, I guess mousy isn't strictly a bad thing. And, you know, of course, uh, growing yeah. up on uh, whatever... Um, pretty librarians in tv shows and such like you know mousy uh doesn't strike me as a particular insult no no all right yeah it's just so we've moved beyond so it. i think it in my vocabulary it is a particularly unflattering shade of brown <laughs> but there's so much worse shades of brown dirt uh, <laughs> marmite that's um, why i dye my hair so that it's not unflattering mm-hmm. Wait, so do you dye your hair? Yeah. This does not look dyed. No, I, well, I mean, I do a really good job. Well, I don't dye my mm. hair. The person who I right. pay to dye my hair is very gifted. Some excellent gifted person dyes your hair. Yeah, they're part of the gifted program at Roosevelt High School. <laughs> <laughs> the Roosevelt High School for uh, cosmetology and uh, advanced <laughs> higher mathematics. Yeah, cosmetology and retirement indexes. Oh, right. Retirement index. Yeah. Wait, yeah, what are we talking okay. about? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out when we come back in a minute on the Doom to Fail podcast. Hey, we're back on the Dupreville Podcast talking about retirement plans. So I ask you, Catherine, do you have a retirement plan? Nope. What, uh, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Oh, Who are you gonna what be? am I going to go? What am I going to go? Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I formed my retirement plan this past week, or I guess the week before last. Good um, work. So what I'm going to do is do retired person things, you know, stand in line at the pharmacy. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know what else old people do, but that Golf. sort of thing. Golf? Ooh, front porch. They Maybe. sit at the front porch. A lot of time on the front yeah. porch. And I think I'm just going to holler at attractive young dudes. And kind of take back the night on creepy old dudes. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I support this entirely. I, you know, I've said, I've said for ages that the thing I most look forward to about getting older is, like, just totally, like, basically not being a sexual threat in any way whatsoever. Not that I think I terribly am, but I believe, you know, I believe I am in the moment, and that's what yeah. matters. Yeah. It's important it's that so I find a way to feel better about threat, myself. It's not so that you're a sexual threat, it's that you're a physical threat. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of skinny. Um, and now yeah, you're well, far no, less but... of a physical threat than other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So That's it's why I like you so much. <laughs> Didn't you tell me one time you're like, I would only date guys I could beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Law and Order SVU messed up a generation. That's all I have to say about that. I think so. That. Yeah. But, it's still on. You believe that? Can still I actually on. get your read on something? And I would love your honest read, and we can cut this out if we need to. But there was... The, there's this person that I work with. I'm going to estimate he's around 43 years old. Okay. Um, he works with somebody about my age who recently got married. And you? Oh, wait. You didn't get married. Okay. Going on. No, no, no. And he went on. This young person went on vacation with his new wife. And mm-hmm. um, when explaining to us that his coworker, or I guess subordinate, was on vacation he's like yes he's taken his new his young bride to such and such place and i immediately thought young bride who says that i really 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 hope nobody ever refers to me as a young bride that's such a creepy old man thing to say (laughs) don't get married um and my question to you and i would love your honest feedback is yeah Am I being a crazy, weird feminist for feeling that way? Should I be more laid back about this? Or is young bride actually a creepy, pejorative thing to call somebody? Okay. So, I mean, first off, of course, feel your feelings, you know. Um, uh, okay. No, I, it kind of it, it kind of gooks me out a little. Um, mm. I know, I feel the same way, kind of. Yeah, there's something a little, little weird about it. it. It seems to me that what he's doing is someone... Maybe 80 or 90 might actually say that. Um, and being a, you know, 40 or 50-year-old guy, he's sort of being a little tongue-in-cheek in that, you know, he knows no one really says this, but, uh, you know, he's got a really... Th- this is what passes for a joke in a workplace, I think. Yeah, what it is. that's a big um, problem. I realize it's starting to affect me a little bit because we have an intern and, like, she's the only person who doesn't laugh at my dumb jokes. I'm like, oh, my God, my jokes are getting dumb. What do I do? <laughs> oh, they've always been dumb. Thanks, Tim. Do you re- <laughs> do you find yourself also getting uh, less genuine in your, um, you know, hi, how are you kind of things? Because that's starting yeah. to happen to me at, at, uh, at yeah. this place that I'm at now. No, totally. Just, yeah, at first, I started being just like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, I'm going to put a real effort in this time. I'm going to, like, try to, like, really be open and honest and interested. And it just it, re- it turns right into that, like, dumb smile you put on your face when you don't even want to talk to the person, but you're passing them in the hall. And you're just like, all right, I'm just going to put on this thing. Like, I've been injected with some kind of crazy serum and just kind of, like, pull my sides of my uh, mouth up and just, like, ride this thing out. You don't want to hear about their fishing trip with their nephew? I, I just don't have the time, man. <laughs> I think it's lovely. Family is, is lovely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just a little creepy. Uh, not something I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's my read. This has okay. been my read. No, I appreciate your read on that situation because I like had a really so- strong reaction to it in the moment, and I simultaneously mm. had the reaction like, I can't complain about this to anyone because <laughs> I will sound like a crazy person. <laughs> no, I. Well- I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess the difference is whether or not you said it was creepy or if you were like, that man should be thrown in jail because maybe the second is a bit <laughs> No, rough. he's uh, he has just has a creep vibe. I don't know. Just yeah. some dudes have creep vibes. Th- this is exactly what I'm talking about, about 
Okay, maybe it's not that I'm a sexual threat. It's that I carry a creep vibe with me, and I think you get old enough, and you either stop caring, or it starts to just kind of seem funny or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because it's not like I'm leering at women all the time. I don't time, think you have but... a creep vibe at all. Mm, I don't know. I never got that from you. Good. That's good. <laughs> so, um, but when you get older, uh, you were going to do what exactly? Oh, Bring holler at young boys. Well, not young, boys, young boys, but you know, young yeah. men, no, no maybe boys. between ages 18 and 25. Mm-hmm. My mom does that. It's creepy. Yes. But, you know. Oh my God. Your mom is so cool. Yeah. No, she is. Okay. But... So what's her technique? Give me some pointers. I don't know. See, the thing is, she doesn't like, she doesn't really, she's not super overt um, with the, the, the young men, especially. But, like, sure. she will kind of, like, turn to her friends and be like, he is good looking or something. Ah, or me. Yeah. Which is, no, like. I know that. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Yeah, I guess she just smiles and keeps them talking. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's, yeah. No, that's totally. That's. <laughs> I want to go beyond that. I want to go on, yeah. like, I would like to make a boy feel uncomfortable in the way <laughs> that, like, an old creepy man makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. That's, or, I, I don't want to do that necessarily, let's... but I want to have that power. <laughs> no, let's role play. First off, take back the night and the day. Well, okay. For the night, for, you know, okay. Take back to like 6.30. And then it's someone else's. Well, I just, <laughs> you're getting older. You, you want to go to bed early. You've already finished dinner. <laughs> but then but then you start again at 3 a.m. So you get 3 a.m. to 6.30. That's pretty good. Okay, no, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Take back the early morning hours and much of the afternoon. Sure. Yeah. Let's, let's do a little role play here. Um, uh, what, uh, donate you're, you're, you're the gonna evening. Be... Okay. <laughs> Take back the dusk. <laughs> you, you be, you be a creepy woman that you, you really want to be. I'm gonna be, you know, um, uh, uh, just a charming young gentleman who you'd like to uh, make some, some lurid comments to. Um, maybe I can be a waiter. I'll be a waiter. How about that? I'll be, I'll be the good-looking oh, young my waiter. Goodness. Yeah, this is a very easy move. I think this is a good, like, training move. You don't have to insert yourself. You're already in conversation. Are you ready? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have time to, I mean, you know, you have you have years and years to prepare for this. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe just now true. we just needed to suggest it. Good evening. Today, my name is Sam. Uh, I'll be your server. I've never done this before, which is why I'm, like, kind of awkward on announcing things. But uh, let's see. The specials tonight are salmon and uh, baba ganoush. So uh, can I get you ladies anything to drink? You're out with your friend. Her name is Blanche. <laughs> Drinks. I might try something like, how much for a slice of you, honey? Wink. How's that? How's that? No, that's good. I, I love that you come on really bold and really strong right away. Yeah. You didn't... You didn't... So normally, I would think you work it up. You you develop the creepiness until mm-hmm. towards the end you can like really make a comment where they just roll their eyes and walk away. But if you it, it, it's a door in the face tactic, right? Um, yeah, yeah. If if you uh, yeah, if if you do that right away, I'm like, okay, this is the level this lady's working at. I really need these tips to go uh to go through grad school for my uh, psych degree. So, and I would like to support this person in their yeah. endeavor to go to grad school for their psych degree. Because seriously, what are you going to do with just a regular undergraduate psych degree? <laughs> it's true. 
and maybe we can organize a little uh, quid, quo, quid pro quo between this young yeah. man and this creepy lady. I Okay, honestly, I am already doing that with waiters, so I think I'm actually going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be great. I have so yeah. much faith in you in this endeavor. Totally. We have a place um, we have a place we like to go to around this neighborhood um, in Seattle, and I keep telling Grant, can we go there again? Because maybe that waiter will be there, and he likes to flirt with me. So that'll be fun. <laughs> we had a guy like that, too, uh, near our last apartment, um, at the, the restaurant near our last apartment. But we found out he also lived near the restaurant, which made the apartment, like, we lived very close together, and we would see him sometimes on the street, and... Uh, and Megan would go like, oh, there he is, and kind of like hide behind me. So, Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. He was a good looking guy. Yeah. Well, if you're out there, we're waiting for you to make inappropriate comments to you good looking waiters of the world. <laughs> oh, the interesting story about this waiter at that uh, restaurant is that we were, um, we were, uh, it was date night for us. So we were enjoying our date. And uh, next to us was a couple who we think were almost certainly were on their first date, which is oh, the best couple to couples. sit near. That is the best. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, those are the best things wonderful. to observe. Yeah. It's like finding a really cute dog. Yes. Oh, my God. It's amazing. They talked about the colors of their phones for like 20 minutes. Oh, wow. You know, it was on not going well. This a, date was not going topic. well. No, no? Okay. And the waiter was killing it with this girl, and the dude, like, was super boring. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the waiter has an advantage, though, because he has stuff Food. to talk about built in. <laughs> you know, the baba ganoush. That's true. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The specials. The delicious wine. Hey, do you think waiters, um, if you were, if you were being a waitress, uh, would you go in sort of with a pre, like, an arbitrary but pre-selected favorite thing on the menu, favorite drink, etc. Because sometimes people ask, you know. And I find the answers tend to either be, that's my favorite, or a lot of people like, or a lot of people order that. Which yeah. means it's not good. Because a lot of yeah. people order it, but they don't like it. Yeah. No, totally. I made that mistake once. Um, yeah, I absolutely would. I don't know. I feel like if I'm working at a place, I should probably try the stuff that's on the menu pretty mm. quickly. I think generally you try the uh, just the leftovers or whatever because uh, it's pretty hard to get by uh, in waiting tables. Yeah, no, that's and so, true. And I mean, yeah. it's not uncommon. When I worked at Popeyes, for example, they mm -hmm. made me try all the stuff on the menu so that I could have a feel for it when people <laughs> ask me questions. What were were people like standing back, kind of looking at the menu above them? You know, on those like changeable plastic things. Yeah. How are the potato wedges? And you're like, <laughs> surprisingly yeah. frequently, yeah. We have them. I would say up to 20% of my customers would ask me some sort of question about the food or like, what's your favorite thing? Or like, what, what do, what goes good with this? <laughs> wow. What goes good with this? Root beer. Combo <laughs> meal. Uh, the oh, worst was boy. people would like order the jambalaya or like ask me about the jambalaya. And I like to this day cannot stand the smell of jambalaya because really? that smells so bad at Popeye's. It's like this mm. horrifying, there's nothing like it in the world smell. I mean, I'm sure you have experiences with, with this because you worked a lot growing up. 
Uh, and like yeah. you've had a lot of different jobs, and I'm sure there's like you have like experiences or senses or sensations that you attribute to that specific spending hours and hours and hours in that specific place in that crappy job, sometimes doing mm-hmm. nothing, sometimes working extremely hard. <laughs> and jambalaya. Yeah, definitely. For me. I think uh, I'm very good at forgetting those, which I guess is good. Um, that is good. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's funny. The places where I most I have the strongest sense memory are not places where I was doing a terrible job somewhere for minimum wage or anything like that. Most of those I sort of bounced along. And, you know, like when I worked uh, cleaning the bagel shops, like that was that was kind of extremely hard work and sort of miserable. Um, but I got free bagels. And so life was good. And, um, but like the things where I have the things where I have the like that kind of like, oh, no, I'm back here. Memories. Those have a lot more to do with. um just unsureness almost like when i was working in various scientific labs in college uh one because you know chemical labs tend to have smells yeah it's probably not a great so it's thing. like it's like an emotional memory that you relive it's an um, exactly yeah uh interesting you know it just anytime ethanol comes back I, I smell like certain laboratories in in the chemistry building and i'm like oh no they're asking me what to do with my life and i still don't know <laughs> interesting which? Well, let's find out when we come us. back on the Dim to Fail podcast. C'est là qu'ils take off les glasses Là chez Avec comme Ray Charles Te boost sur le prélore C'est ça son take job Champagne caviar Un produit qui brasse Ça doit se dépasse Le prof est born Le com est strong Je peux pas fall back J'ai mis le game on hold Et là je come back Comme Gislain Poirier Là on fait du rap C'est le replay party Tes as de nuit claque Pogne la barre de métal Shardy Cars de putain all day Que mes essaies de tenir bret Quand tout le monde est sa fête T'es shake de right to left Y'a personne qui t'agresse and we're back on the Duna Fail podcast talking about retirement plans, plans for the future. So, financially, um, do you have any idea what anyone is talking about with, uh, you know, 401ks, IRAs, um, pension plans, etc.? You know what, it's kind of like, it's kind of like um, conversion factors. Go on. <laughs> I know how to use conversion factors, but I don't have their meaning. They're like what they are memorized. Wait, what do you mean conversion factor? What is that? You know, like to convert from like pounds to kilogram. 2.2? I don't know that off the top of my head. Wait, so what do you know how to use then? I know how to you look know. it up and multiply pounds to kilograms. I see. Well, that's what's important. Although I'm surprised you don't know that one. I guess. I don't know that one. That seems I don't know like any one you them. should know, but you work in a um, uh, you work in a industry that uses a lot of English units. Um, and then as engineers, we always have to convert back and forth. I don't know. I will leave. I will leave this one be. That one seems like a gimme. The rest of them, I also have to look up. I agree. Well, the thing is, my problem is that there's. An, I only use Excel. I don't even have a calculator at work anymore. I just open up Excel at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, there's a convert yeah. function in Excel, so I don't have to know but anything convert- anymore. <laughs> I hate that function because it makes you type out longhand what you're converting. Like, it's like, ah, oh, what does it want when I am converting Fahrenheit to Celsius? Is it F-A-H or it's just F. the letter F? Or... It's just F yeah. in quotes. But you have to quote, I think, around it? This is 100% not worth it. Although, so actually, really, we've just memorized different things it's the worst. to do the same task. 
<laughs> well, uh, <laughs> this is a deeper conversation, but so yeah, I guess I agree the same way with retirement plans because, or like, you want to just take a break so you can fix your teeth? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's fine. So I mean, it's not like there's. I it looks like it. it's bugging okay. you. I got it. I got it. Get I got it. I got yourself, it. Get yourself right. Okay. Um. And so yeah, I you know I guess it's this. <laughs> just making sure. It's important. Uh. So yeah, I guess it's the same way with. I guess I feel the same way about retirement plans. Is like, well, I kind of get loosely how it works. Uh, and other than that, but actually, I think it's that way with just financials in general because their rules make no sense. They're just so arbitrary. They're the rules I mean, of man instead of the rules of nature. They are the rules of man. <laughs> exactly. <gasps> you just get to make things up. It's like, so when you're doing engineering of whatever kind, you know, uh, well, okay, we got to get this reactor designed a certain way. And something doesn't quite work right. You're like, well, it works mostly, but the temperature doesn't come up to the right temperature. Um, mm -hmm. You can think of a solution, and then you go like, well, okay, would that work? Uh, yeah, it seems to, okay, this kind of works. If you were a financials engineer, uh, which I guess is called, what, a guy in finance? Or what do you, what do you call that? Uh, uh, a quant? Um, an accountant? Uh, I don't know. Some horrible person? Um, uh, that's, that's insulting. I just, I just really don't like the Financial policy officer? <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. So if you're one of those, you, you a problem comes up, and you just you just go, oh, we should do this. And then you write that down, and it's true. And it doesn't matter if it was a bad idea or a good idea. It solved the first problem. Even if it kicked out multiple other problems, we'll just yeah. add more pro more rules on top of that. Yeah. Ugh, so frustrating. Ugh, it took me probably man. about two years to understand the concept of vesting. Do you get vesting? I just it, It's just, it's such a, it's like the duct tape for financial policy officers. Well, I don't know. I think vesting makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's like you're kind of cold, but you're not super cold, but you just want to keep your trunk warm. So you just put on mm -hmm. a, like, you know, you don't need like a full jacket, but like. No, and it's good. It's you good still for need the, to keep warm and you need to keep like your trunk heated. I don't know. I yeah. think it makes sense. This, you know, when you think about vests, doesn't it kind of have an airy fairy quality to it? too like there's some sort of mysticism involved in vests because it's like no it's important to keep the trunk warm yeah the trunk's what matters but it's like i don't know like if, if we look at the the heat flow diagram of a body like you lose all your heat out of your extremities because they have the most surface area you know bang for buck and the blood vessels are closest to the surface i think it's i think it's just like a psychological thing that like if you have your spine warm then you feel warmer it has mm -hmm. less to do with like how much heat you're actually losing um, right, the old feel heat versus uh, actual heat. Yeah, I think conundrum. it's more about that, and I think it's it's about a vest is a good tool to like keep that equilibrium going because mm -hmm. you've got these two cooling fins, engineering terms, right. yeah. <laughs> in the form of arms that you can swing around to keep you like cool if you get too hot from your vest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, stick your hands in the ice water. No, I think vests are amazing, but I do agree. There's like some thermodynamic juju that goes on <laughs> to convince, a, convince us that they're good I don't ideas. Really get it. Which I actually also think is the same as vesting uh, in financial terms. There's also like a weird mysticism to it. It's it's like compound interest. People just sort of hand wave it and they go like, "It'll solve everything. You'll make tons of money because it's compound interest." And it's the same thing with vesting. It's like, uh, you know, we we're just gonna say it vests over eight years instead. 
like, I don't know. My last job, the 401k was, um, they would also, I don't understand why companies do this. The company would match your 401k input. I guess it's just mm-hmm. good. I don't know. I, I guess it's just part of the benefits package, but they would put the money in, but then the money wasn't yours for however long. And then you would get a certain percentage of the money every year. And it just, it feels like a, a dumb solution or a, uh, let's say rules a on top of rules for problem. what purpose? Uh, for the, the sake of keeping the ever-moving abacus moving ever. <laughs> sure, yeah. So, so that's so. my experience with uh, retirement plans, is uh, I don't understand them, and I just keep putting money on them and hoping, and hoping. I'm just, and also <laughs> hoping that I never have to... You know, you're never asked to... You're never asked to plan this far in advance in any other time. You know, for, for all of my complaints about... Uh, as as young people entering college, we ask them to make big life decisions. The decisions are maybe bigger, but the distance by, over which that decision takes place, uh, it's, uh, it's just not as big. Yeah. It's just weird when you're you're 22, right out of school, and they go like, okay, so what do you think you'll be up to when you're 60? Uh, no, I think that's a good point. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, that's probably the big source of why, like, I don't know, most people under 30 haven't started saving for retirement. Or most people, like, at age 30. Well, but I think, you know, I think our culture is changing. And, you know, perhaps I think our parents, right. perhaps our parents needed, um, needed to save because they had to figure out, you know, okay, how much do I need to uh, live the rest of my life? A very morose calculation, by the way, um, but important. And, you know, work that through, figure out where your children went, uh, are you paying for college, that sort of thing. Um, but all we really need to do is figure out, okay, how much money do you need to be able to go to a nice restaurant and catcall a younger person every day? So you yes. just multiply 20 by, you know, 20, uh, well, 20 bucks <laughs> is a little low. Let's say 40. I want to go to a nicer restaurant. Yeah, 50. yeah. I want a glass of wine. Um, I mean, I want to live in, in an urban area and catcall. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what? Well, I don't know, like a farm boy, big broad chest, could be pretty good. Listen, I get the appeal to the farm boy, but I'm looking, honestly, it's more of a quantity thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair, especially especially if you're mostly interested in catcalling. I think that's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's a numbers game. I'm playing a numbers game. <laughs> As an older person? Yeah, because, you know, every once in a while, someone's going to give you a wink back, and then your heart yeah. will go all a flutter. I'm not going to know what to do with it. I'm just going to say, oh, okay, goodbye. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, that happens to me now. Um, (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) All right. So you feeling good? You feeling good about the future? Yes, I'm feeling amazing about my vests. I feel like we planned this whole vest thing pretty well. We're just going to get vests, (laughs) fingerless gloves, and uh, go chill out (laughs) in the finest restaurants New York City has to offer. And uh, just catcall. Catcall all the nice young men. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. It's a plan. Right. It's a retirement plan. Retirement planned. <laughs> and with that, this was the Doom to Fail podcast on retirement plans. We made it. We made one plan. There it is. All done. Uh, and until next week, that's Captain Coconut over there. Tim Dobbs right over here. Bye. Bye. Put down your phone and I'll tell you what's happening next. Honey, you passing the test. She sees what she wants to see. Ooh, ooh, ooh.